bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. So a teenager that was hired to work at a grocery store and a bagger at Kroger uh, has stolen nearly a million dollars worth of goods in the space of about two weeks. A million dollars in two weeks. Yeah, Trey Brown had only just started uh, when cops alleged he began stealing goods. A teenager from Atlanta was accused of pocketing $980,000 by returning non-existent items, making more than 40 fake transactions in the space of two weeks. I, I would have spread that out a bit. He then allegedly <laughs> used the money to buy clothes, guns, and cars. Uh, the false items... When your bag boy shows up in a Lamborghini? They ranged in price from $75 to $87,000. Wow. With the money then transferred to several credit cards. Hey, where'd you get that Learjet? Uh, they believe that Brown started with smaller transactions, but then got more ambitious as he continued to get away with it. Uh, he was essentially creating fake items, taking those items and returning them to a credit card that he had and just making up prices for those items. He was alleged to have splashed out on clothes, guns, shoes, and two vehicles with the cash, one of which he totaled before his arrest. Uh, cops said that a large sum of the money was returned following Brown's arrest. He was charged with theft by taking a felony under Georgia law of more than five $500 is at stake, and the punishment is a prison sentence of between one and ten years. Wow. But he did that wow. in two weeks. All right, so for the umpteenth time, do not call the police to report that someone stole your drugs, especially <laughs> if your name is on a pair of outstanding arrest warrants. Uh, cops in Florida had to go to a Best Western. Upon arriving at the hotel, an officer spoke with Lily Rinker, who had called 911 to report a male friend she met last week, quote, stole her marijuana. <laughs> Rinker explained that she had $30 worth of pot in her grinder, but after Carlos departed from the room, Carlos, she noticed about half a gram was missing from her stash. Uh, Rinker stated that she did not know what to do, so she called the police. Uh, she had a pair of open arrest warrants in Palm Beach County. She thought outstanding meant really good. Uh, one warrant was issued after Rinker failed to show up for court hearings in connection with outstanding criminal mischief case. The second came after she didn't appear for a probation violation hearing in connection with a DUI. Do you think uh, this is we're going to see a lot more of this as the laws start to soften Maybe. regarding marijuana? Maybe. Is that le is meth legal now? Uh, Rinker is being held without bond in the warrant. She was arrested last year for allegedly striking her father in the face during an argument as well. A little girl. Uh, a Tesla jumped a swimming pool and went barreling into the kitchen of a home in San Mateo on Friday morning. Yeah. Full-on jump. Uh, the owner of the house was not home at the time, and the driver was not seriously injured in the crash. Video of the scene showed that the Tesla suffered significant front-end damage. Really? Why? There was also a passenger in the car at the time of the crash. The driver and passenger, both older women, were treated for minor injuries at a nearby hospital. My uterus just fell out. The Tesla's airbags were deployed in the crash. It's not known if the Tesla it was in self-driving mode at the time of the crash. Can you program it to jump pools? Maybe. A uh, neighbor who lives next door said that two of his parked cars were hit and were standing in the driveway just minutes before he was standing in the driveway right before the crash happened. A Tesla has 
immediate response, you know, so it can <laughs> launching over a pool probably isn't that difficult. All right. Um, all right. Here's a terrible story. All right. Okay, we'll preface right. this by saying this is a horrible story, but it belongs in the bizarre file. This is in Adams County, Pennsylvania. Uh, a woman has been charged for endangering her children after authorities say they located the children's father dead in their home with rats all over his oh body. Oh, my God. Uh, Pennsylvania State Police in Gettysburg were called to investigate a death in a house outside the home officials. State 35-year-old Kayla Little was waiting for officers to arrive and was able to identify the body as the father of her 9-year-old and 5-year-old children. Uh, the two were confirmed by officers to have been living in the home at the time of their father's death. After interviewing Little and entering the home, police said they found deplorable conditions, including several rats seen throughout the kitchen and living room. When they entered the second floor of the home, authorities say they discovered the father's body in the bathroom with rats on top of him. Feces was also Ugh. discovered on the bathroom walls. Oh, awful, awful. The children's bedrooms were described to pol- <clears throat> by police to be deplorable with rats being found near their doorway. If I die at home, honey, please <clears throat> wipe the rats off me. Oh, my yeah. God. Horrible. Now and then. Horrible. due to a feces thrown all over the walls. Nightmare. All right. And then we'll do one more story. We need something lighter than that to wrap up. Up with and something more pleasant than rats eating a body. I think yeah. I think we can find something better than that. All right, how about this? Uh, Carnival Cruise Line banned a Texas mother from its entire fleet for life because she got on board with one uh, uh, got on board one of the company's ships with a pack of CBD <laughs> sleep aid gummies in Miami. Like this isn't even what? this is, these aren't even edibles. This is CBD. Gummies. Yeah, that that's very benign. Uh, Melinda Van Veldhusen, uh, a forty-two year old mom of two said that she was treated like a criminal by, by cruise employees and police when they found a bag of the CBD sleep tight gummies while searching her backpack. You can buy stuff on the on the ship more powerful than that. She told the news station that uh, locally in Dallas that she packed the gummies to help her get some sleep on the August trip that she had planned to take with her family to celebrate both her 21st wedding anniversary with, the son, or with her husband and her son's senior year of high school. Uh, she was taken into a separate area after a cruise staffer found the CBD gummies in her bag. She was and interrogated by Carnival Security and police for two and a half hours. Uh, she noted she has never even gotten a parking ticket in her life. She was blocked from boarding the ship, and her husband and sons didn't want to go on the cruise to Aruba and other locations without her. Mommy's staying. Uh, so the hemp product uh, is prohibited by Carnival Cruise Lines. So it's it's very... Light potency, right? Like zero. Like potency. zero, right? Yeah, yeah. So she got later on. She was. Uh, she got a letter from Carnival after this whole thing was over, saying that she was banned from all Carnival ships for life. Wow, which just seems ridiculous. So she's pursuing an internal claim with Carnival, but has uh, threatened to sue if her situation isn't resolved appropriately. Seems a bit of an overreaction. Uh, yeah, I agree. So maybe there'll be a follow up on that. Ninety-three-three WMMR audio on demand. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on Backstagecountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911 and we'll send the link straight to your phone. 
It's the Bizarre File Podcast. A bear in Poland's Carpathian Mountains mm. mauled an eco-activist who was trying to prove that the animal's den was abandoned due to logging. Oh. I guess you were wrong. The man... <laughs> Of German nationality was airlifted to hospital. The hospital following the attack and was said to be in a serious but stable condition. Uh, the activist had traveled to the bear's den along with another activist from the Wild Carpathians Initiative to check if the area had been affected by logging. Did you not see that my TV was on? Uh, the pair had expected the lair to be empty, but the animal pursued them through the woods. The activist stumbled and fell before being mauled. What you fellas doing? Uh, footage of the bear emerging to attack was captured by a camera set up to monitor the Could lair. Could you imagine? No. Uh, I, you know, I, I'll just take it on word that the the, uh, the cave is empty. Uh, the Wild Carpathians Initiative admitted their activists should have, shouldn't have have disturbed the mammal, which was getting ready for hibernation. Send an email first. Uh, the spokesman said that there had been an attack on a forester in the same location last year. Despite that, the Forestry Service failed to prevent further deforestation there. So they, oops. <laughs> oops. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, all right, an Iowa man pleasured himself just outside of a come-and-go store. <laughs> uh, did he then, use mayonnaise? And then departed for his nearby apartment. According to police, victims called 911 to report that an unknown male had, had had said sexual things to them and began to pleasure himself in their presence. This is following the sign. This was at the convenience store, come-and-go. Uh, <laughs> officers identified Kenneth Lee Kelly as a suspect. I didn't, I did. They contacted uh, he, They contacted at home, and Kelly denied that he was the individual captured on surveillance video. Kelly, however, confirmed, quote, that he did have clothing that matched the video that they showed. Oh, okay. Uh, police uh, said there was a hat that was an identical match to the one worn by the suspect during the deed. Yeah, I came and I went, but I wasn't this guy. Additionally, a photo lineup was conducted, and victims uh, independently identified Kelly as the 1230 a.m. Come and go self-pleasurer. You're a liar. He was arrested and booked into jail for indecent <laughs> exposure. So, yep, he thought he got away with it. Nope. Nope. An American Airlines passenger. This will let you know if, if you're if you're going to be bad on an airline, these are the consequences. An American Airlines passenger has been ordered to pay nearly $40,000 after causing a major disruption on a flight and forcing it to be diverted. 29-year-old Kayla Ferris from Hawaii was sentenced last week by a U.S. judge just over three and a half months in prison as well, mm-hmm. followed by three years of supervised release and is expected to pay $40,000 in restitution for costs related to delays caused wow. by her behavior. What'd she do? Uh, it, she's guilty of interference with a crew member. They weren't too specific about it. Ferris boarded an American Airlines flight from Phoenix to Honolulu. While on the flight, she threatened flight crew members and other passengers and swore at them. Uh, the flight staff were unable to continue with their duties because of Ferris's actions, and the plane had to return to Phoenix. Uh, for other passengers, this caused several flights to be rerouted to Hawaii. Uh, the case was investigated by the FBI, but yeah, they're going to stick you with a, <laughs> yeah. with a, a sentence and a big fine as well. So. I'd be curious how, how crazy she got. Yeah. Patrons of a Japanese steakhouse in Florida are suing the establishment after they say they ate food containing methamphetamine. Oh. Jordan Gray and her husband, uh, Brandon, and also Matthew Gilly have sued the Nico Japanese Steakhouse and Sushi Bar. According to the complaint, they were the three were 
They were three of several diners who were poisoned after eating at Nico's where they were seated at a hibachi table. Uh, plaintiffs began to experience rising heart rate, increased sweating, rapid speech, racing thoughts, dizziness, nausea, excess energy, inability to sleep, vomiting, paranoia, fear, and or anxiety. That's an unpleasant meal. Yeah. Uh, they, went, <laughs> they went to the emergency room where they were tested for intoxicants. Uh, Jordan Gray said that she and her husband encountered the family seated at the same table at the restaurant, and they were also sick. Could you imagine? No, sheriffs, the sheriff's office tested some of the plaintiff's leftovers and found the food was positive for methamphetamine. Uh, Gilly said his heart rate spiked at nearly 200. He said, I was horrified at what that meant. An investigation by the sheriff's office uh, into the drugging was closed due to a lack of... It was gluten-free, though. Uh, it was closed due to a lack of evidence. Investigators oh. were unable to determine whether anyone associated with the restaurant put the drugs in the food. And reports that an employee may have accidentally tainted the food could not be confirmed. So they are going with a, uh, a lawsuit instead. Are we to believe that meth is the new big thing in Japanese cuisine? It may be. Yeah. I don't know. Can't really say. All right. And then we'll end with this one. This is a good story. UK Athletics banned an ultra marathoner from racing for 12 months after she admitting to riding in a car during a race earlier this year. I don't know the rules, but that seems like cheating. Uh, Josiah Zakrevsky admitted to riding in a car during a part of the Manchester to Liverpool Ultra on April 7th. I only did eight miles. Zakrevsky did not comply with the UKA Disciplinary Rules Code of Conduct for senior athletes. It is implied that you actually run it, right? The panel banned her from participating in any licensed races for a year. So she said she was not in the proper mindset the day of the 50-mile race. She's not into racing today. Causing her to act improperly and collect a third-place trophy. She said, I accept my actions on the day uh, that I did travel in a car and then later completed the run, crossing the finish line and inappropriately receiving a medal of trophy. I didn't win. Which I did not return immediately as I should have done. Uh, she said that she told marshals that she had been in her friend's car and that when encouraged to finish the race, she said she would do so non-competitively. Okay. But and she it, told her friend who was driving not to speed. But event marshals disputed this account, saying that she told them that she was injured and discussed pulling out of the race, but had been encouraged to continue. The marshals also said she never informed that she rode in a car. Little detail there. Yeah, uh, that's she probably did, a big detail. She did not fully admit to what she had done until she was pressed by a race organiza- organizer. Uh, she said she was embarrassed, but chose not to disclose what had happened rather than, quote, embarrass herself and over that. It was a NASCAR too, Preston. Oh, no. Yeah. And that is what I have in the Bizarre File for you. Thanks for listening to Preston and Steve's Bizarre File podcast. Go to PrestonandSteve.com, click on demand for full show podcasts and to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And thanks for listening.